My pleasure. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. And today, our guest is Chito Bella, the a, a candidate for District 4 of Austin City Council. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, man. It's a pleasure, uh, pleasure to be here. We know, so this race, so we're recording this on December, December 2nd, your, December 3rd, rather. The, you're running uh, for a special election to fill uh, outgoing council member Greg Kassar's seat. Um, the special election is going to be January 25th, 2022. And, you know, it's really fast, uh, fast time to get going. I know you started your campaign officially two weeks ago with fundraising. And so I want to get you in the show to talk about just who you are as a candidate um, and why you're running. So let's start with just who, who are you? Who is, who is Chito Bella? So I'm uh, originally from Laredo, Texas. Uh, my family has very deep ties to, to Laredo. Uh, I uh, came to uh, Austin in 1992 as a freshman at the University of Texas, like uh, so, so, so many other people. Uh, and uh, of course, fell in love with Austin, as everybody does, uh, and have uh, basically lived here since. You know, I, I went to UT, I got my uh, my uh, degree in history and then i took a couple of years off to kind of you know just work uh in uh you know restaurants just kind of normal jobs went back to school got a, a master's in public affairs at the lbj school uh public affairs uh, really enjoyed that um and then went and worked for uh i was city manager for a small city in south texas close to laredo uh and Your then city. i worked uh, for el Ceniso. uh and which has actually been in the national news and stuff. They had they adopted uh, Spanish as their official city council language, uh, and that created this massive buzz uh, around the nation. Uh, uh, and uh, so, so it's a it's a nice little town, very poor, very struggle a lot, but but uh, it was a pleasure to work there and with the people there, and and uh, I mean just salt of the earth kind of uh, kind of folks, you know. Uh, honestly, people in El Ceniso, they would save up to buy their their lot. Mm. And they would literally build their house room by room. You know, like you had enough for like this much cinder blocks and materials and you built the first room and then like you had the second room in two years. And, you know, uh, it's that kind of community. You know, I mean, just a real, real poor working class uh, community. Uh, but again, good people. And, and I, I, I loved working there. Uh, but uh, went to work for the city of Laredo for a while as a nonprofit management and volunteer center coordinator. Uh, and um, And then decided to go to law school, uh, like my father. Uh, I kind of grew up in a law office uh, and, uh, you know, I, I went to law school, uh, graduated in 2005 uh, from UT Law, um, worked for a couple of years at the Attorney General's office, an open records division, uh, and then worked four years as a general counsel to a Democratic state representative from uh, Corpus Christi, Solomon Ortiz. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and since then, uh, since 2010, 2011, I've been just in private practice as an attorney. Um, do mostly criminal defense and immigration, but uh, a lot of other uh, kind of crazy lawsuits that'll that'll come my way every once in a while. I'm, I'm I'll, I'll take them, you know. Uh, I probably shouldn't, but uh, but uh, and have enjoyed it. You know, it, it's a lot of um, a lot of heartbreak. Honestly, the losses in immigration and on the criminal side can be very painful, uh, but uh, there's a lot of joy. You know, the wins when when you know you. You know, when when you have your clients in here and they're like, please don't let them deport our daddy. You know what I mean? And like, it's a very emotional and, and you know, the, the reunifications, you know what I mean? Like getting dad out of immigration detention, getting him back with the family, seeing them together and happy, very heartwarming. You know, those are the wins that, that keep me going, really. Mm -hmm. So let's get back to the district as well. So what do you view as the needs, right? So you're coming into this and I know you've, you've, you've been a resident of District 4 for 
for several several years now. Um, yeah. We're coming into it right. We know you're refilling a uh, the last part of Cosmer Kassar's term. So you'd be if you want to be up for election um, in twenty twenty three, about a year. What do you view as the needs right now in District Four, though? Like, I mean, it's I know it's a lot of things, a lot of a lot of uh, development going on there, and kind of I don't say fr- you know, friction is probably a good word, right? This change and everything else, but what do you view as the needs going into uh, this run? Yeah, um, interestingly, I hadn't thought about it, but I guess I've been a, a resident of District Four since there was a District Four. Yeah, well, that, that's fair <laughs> enough. That's true. Right. Uh, uh, but I did. I moved into Windsor Park is where I live on 51st and Cameron right there in kind of, you know, central uh, northeast Austin. Uh, and uh, uh, in 2005. So I, I've been there for long. I know I would say what before needs is infrastructure, infrastructure and infrastructure. Uh, are stretches of North, North Lamar that uh, don't have sidewalks. Uh, there are massive park uh, deficiencies in the Highland neighborhood. Uh, in the Rutland and uh, Runberg neighborhood, uh, uh, there are uh, there are I mean like street lighting issues. Uh, there are of course traffic issues. Uh, there are you know housing issues. There there infrastructure to me is is what the priority for you know the the, the residents uh, there of uh, of District Four. That's what I'm really you know hearing uh, uh, from you know the, the the people in the district uh, are are. are centered around kind of, you know, infrastructure issues. I got it. And this wasn't, this wasn't in our, our show notes, but I want to ask you because I think it's, it's, you know, based on what's happening this, this week with council around, the, around your thoughts from the land development code. That ties into infrastructure, obviously, I mean, in, in building, but just where you're, you know, and that's, yeah. I know that's a, it's a, for those who aren't familiar with Austin politics, it's, it's been a looming issue for several decades, at least 40 years <laughs> that yeah. when the last revised when I was born. And uh, just what are, what are your thoughts on it? Like um, going into this, I know it's something, I mean, I view it as an issue that for every council member, you know, it needs to be top of mind, right? Because our city, mm-hmm. when that code was last revised, was we're a city of, you know, 200,000 people maybe, and Austin's growing dramatically by leaps and bounds. And just what, I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Um, uh-huh. Re- you know, reconciling that with the needs for your district. Yeah, uh, I uh, I would say that with regard to the the, the zoning, you know, I'm 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 pro housing. Uh, we, we I when I was shopping for my house in 2005, I was just to give you you know an example. Uh, we had a, we were not going to spend more than 125 thousand dollars on our house. Like that was our absolute like you know we could not afford anything more than 125 thousand dollars. We ended up paying about a $144,000 for our house. We busted the budget to get like, you know what I mean? The house we wanted. I mean, that sounds so quaint and naive now, you know, but I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Now houses in my neighborhood are going for, um, you know, $750,000. And, uh, and I want Austin to be a city that is welcoming to working class people, not a playground for the wealthy. Uh, and in order for that to happen, in order for Austin to you know, be welcoming to working class people, we have to have housing for middle income and low income people. Um, you know, if not, I, I, then we are going to go, unfortunately, I think, uh, you know, the, the, the way of, uh, of San Francisco, you know, where, you know, the, 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 it has just priced everybody out of the city uh, and, and it creates its own, you know, huge cycle of problems. So, um, you know, so I, I think we, we, we have to build housing. 
uh, you know, that doesn't mean that, that, that it needs to be in, uh, you know what I mean? In the, in the middle of the neighborhood or, you know, like I, I know there's these kind of, you know, caricatures of like, you know, tearing down, you know, single family neighborhoods, you know, again, that's not what's going to happen, but um, you know, but we need to, uh, to build housing. Uh, and when I look at Austin and when I think about like, you know, where have we successfully done that? I mean, Mueller, uh the the triangle uh right there on uh, lamar and uh in, in guadalupe uh, uh the university neighborhood overlay in west campus uh, uh you know we've put tens of, of of thousands of units there in west campus uh and it's worked out really really well uh i mean i don't know if if, if you've uh you know when's the last time you're west uh campus aj but like it's a really thriving nice neighborhood uh you know there's all this like the sidewalks are so much better than they used to be there's all this retail and little corner stores and restaurants and stuff that weren't there before so you know i think that's where we have to identify where you know we 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 can like you know basically easily and effectively put housing and we need to put it there you know and, and not just little bits you know i think again in discussions i think with folks around town you know uh, accessory dwelling units of little kind of extra houses or duplexes or fourplexes you know those are i, I think good ideas but that's not our needs are so past that at this point you know adding one here and two there is is not going to get us where we need to be we we really need to add like large amounts of housing um you know, hopefully along uh the light rail line that that we're about to you know spend billions of dollars to uh to to build uh i i think that almost you know really allows us to focus and, and you know a lot of that light rail line is going to be in district four and i really want to focus on uh on uh, uh putting housing on that light rail line preparing for you know it to be up and running and then putting the housing there so that the people that live there can use the line and that's good for the environment and that's good for traffic and you know and that's good for everything so so that that housing along the light rail line i think will be a major uh, focus uh, uh, on council yeah speaking of that i know like the, the highland well i call it i i, I keep thinking about highland mall but the highland highland development is in your district and then also major i mean that's that's been a major development that's you know, still being built out and reaches potential with light rail, but also you have the St. John's Road or the, the former uh, Home Depot site as well in your district as well. So I know there's mm -hmm. um, some major products projects in are already happening and continue to develop, and then you have one, um, some in the pipe. Um, yeah. Well, Chita, one last question too. I know so assuming you win in next 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 month, geez, already in December. You know, you have about a year a year in office, but presuming you want to run for a full four-year term. And for those who don't know, Austin council members and the mayor, um, they're term limited. If you can run, you can do a max of two four-year terms without having to do a petition to run for you know additional terms. But what would you what would you, what would you want to achieve? I mean, you have a year to start things, right? But if we don't we have realistic politics, things can happen in a year, but you know, things take time. If you let's say you run for a full a full four-year term, what would your you know your top priority or priorities be top three priorities be right um so i think one of them uh would be uh again infrastructure improvements in district four uh uh neighborhoods uh i'm sorry uh sidewalks and parks in those areas that are really deficient in those areas a lot of those are going to be in the runberg area where you know there are a lot of uh folks you know pedestrians and you know folks that that, that rely on public transportation we we have to build out that infrastructure up there to you know just make it safer easier better for people to to get around their their own uh, neighborhoods um you know the, the light rail line uh the project connect um and uh, that's going to be running from north lamar 
you know, down through downtown and then over onto uh, East Riverside. And uh, that's something that I, it's a project that I strongly supported. Um, and that is one that uh, I, I would really like to keep a sharp eye on that project as a council member. Uh, I, I want to make sure that, you know, it's, it's, it's on time and it's on budget and that things are moving forward. Uh, you know how we can be in Austin, very kind of input and process oriented, uh, which I greatly appreciate. Uh, but sometimes that can, uh, you know, delay things indefinitely. Uh, you know, the, the Project Connect, we did have a lot of input and process. It's called an election. Uh, and 58% of the people voted to put that thing in. And so now it's time to build it and get it done. And, and, I, and honestly, I mean, I, I think yes, a successful council term, really, you know, multiple, you know, eight years or whatever it would be, um, would be just, you know, bird dogging that project and making sure it gets done. Uh, so that's going to be a real uh, strong uh, focus uh, as well. Very good. Actually, I should mention too, you were, you're a former planning commissioner for the city of Austin as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was. And, and honestly, I get a lot of my, my kind of, you know, like, I just can't tell you how many times we were on planning. And, you know, we had this two hour debate about, you know, 28 units versus 21 units. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I was just, I would always just sit there kind of like, you know, after tonight, no one is even going to remember, you know, no one would ever even notice the difference between, you know, these 20 units and these, you know, uh, and I just, we, we just had these huge debates about so little sometimes, you know, on planning. And, and I feel like that in, in Austin too, you know, they're, they're very emotional debates, but like ultimately, you know, I, I just don't see, you know, the huge impact between, like I said, you know, are there going to be 18 units here or are there going to be 28 units here, you know, and, and, and there would be a, you know, number of people testifying. Uh, we, we, we've, we've got a, you know, Austin's a big city now, you know, whether we want it to be or not. And it's, it's mentioned in the same breath as, as major uh, American cities. And, you know, we've got to have the, the, the infrastructure for it. You know, we've got to invest in, in, in our city and make it an even better city. That's a wonderful city, great place to be, but it, it, it can be better. Uh, and it needs to be better for working class people. It needs to be an easier city for working class people to live in. Well said, and we'll end on that. Uh, you know, we wish you success in your campaign. Chito Bella is, Bella is running for council, council four. The election is going to be on January 25th, and early voting is going to start on December 27th. Uh, I'm sorry, on January, early voting will start on January 10th, the 21st. Uh, Chito, thank you for your time. We're also going to be recording this in Spanish right now with our associate, Wendy Rodriguez, and I'll let her take it away. Thanks, AJ. I really appreciate it. Enjoy being on the show. Thank you. All yours, Wendy. Hola, Chito, bienvenido. Hola, Wendy. Muchas gracias por uh, tenerme aquí en, 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 el, en el show. No, por supuesto. Muchas gracias a ti por acompañarnos. Uh, como sabemos, el asiento del Distrito 4 está actualmente ocupado por el concejal Greg Casar, pero quedará vacante cuando él se postule para el Congreso. Mm. Y pues sabemos que pues, ahí van a haber elecciones especiales a principio de ya en un, en un mes, el 2022, para el asiento del, del, del Distrito 4. Uh, Entonces, para empezar, queremos aprender sobre ti, por qué te lanzaste y pues, cuéntanos, ¿por qué te lanzaste para el Consejo Municipal de Austin? 
Sí, sí, pues siempre ha tenido uh, interés, uh, en, no nomás en la política, pero también en, en, en ciudades, uh, en, en uh, la historia, la cultura de, de, de ciudades, uh, transportación público, la construcción y, y, y diseño de arquitectura, todo eso. Uh, y uh, eh, eh, ha vivido en ya, no hace mucho tiempo, conozco uh, la gente, Uh, conozco mi, mi, mi barrio uh, y pues antes también corrí para, uh, 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 para ser diputado del estado de Texas uh, y eran uh, el mismo lugar más o menos y uh, aunque no, no gané recibí bastante apoyo uh, en, en, en esa campaña uh, y pues quería como ya uh, 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 usar ese Uh, uh, la, la, los votos, la, 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 las relaciones que, que, que hice la otra vez, uh, yo sé que puedo representar a la gente uh, del uh, Distrito 4, uh, la mayoría que son uh, uh, hispanos, latinos, um, y también muchos inmigrantes, uh, y no nomás latinos, pero también de, uh, de, de, de Asia. Uh, so, uh, yo, yo como abogado de inmigración uh, me siento como muy listo para representar uh, esta área. Sí, qué okay. okay, okay, bien. Uh, entonces, uh, entrando a, como eres, un, eres uh, abogado de inmigración, uh, cuéntanos sobre, sobre ti uh, en lo personal, profesional. Cuéntanos, ¿quién es Tito de la? Sí, so, soy de, de Laredo, Texas. Uh, mi familia es de, de Laredo uh, de, de, de muchos años, muchas uh, generaciones, pero también tengo familia en, en el norte de México, en, en Bustamante, Nuevo León. Uh, mi abuelita es de Bustamante, Nuevo León, uh, y tengo bastante conocimiento de, de, de Monterrey, de, de Saltillo, de, de Bustamante. Uh, antes, pues era otra época cuando podías viajar sin riesgo y sin mortificación en, en, en México, uh, viajé bastante en México en mi, uh, mi, mi juventud, uh, pero vine a, a, a Austin en, en 92 para colegio aquí en la Universidad de Texas y me quedé en Austin, uh, un ciudad muy, muy bonito, uh, fui a la, a, a la escuela de, de, de leyes de derechos en la, en la Universidad de Texas también, gradué en 2005, y era uh, abogado para uh, el uh, procurador general por dos años del estado de Texas uh, y luego uh, uh, trabajé uh, para un diputado estatal uh, en el Congreso de Texas uh, por cuatro años uh, y luego empecé mi, mi propio uh, bufete de, de, de leyes uh, y donde me dedico más a casos criminales y los de inmigración. Um, y uh, ha, hemos tenido bastante éxito y, y estoy muy feliz en, en, en mi trabajo, uh, pero la oportunidad a servir la comunidad uh, en, el, uh, en el concilio de, de, de Austin uh, es algo que, que me gustaría bastante. Me alegra muchísimo escucharlo. Qué bueno que te, tu destino te trajo aquí a Austin a, a querer servir y abogar por la gente. Uh, creo, uh, he aprendido que has sido residente aquí del Distrito 4 por muchos años. Uh, ¿Qué ves como las necesidades de este distrito? Uh, la, hay, hay que hacer inversiones uh, en, uh, en la área pública en el Distrito 4. Uh, creo, ay, no, la, la palabra en inglés es infrastructure. Uh, creo que es infrastructura. 
Ajá. Uh, eh, y, uh, uh, mi, mi, mi español en leyes y en, en, en la cocina y en la casa es, es, está muy, muy uh, bien, pero uh, necesito uh, saber nuevas palabras. Voy a aprender nuevas palabras también en, 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 en la área pública que, que no conozco tanto, pero uh, el, um, no hay, uh, 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 no hay uh, uh, paseos como le, otra vez, sidewalks, como, como que banquetas, ¿verdad? Banquetas, sí, banquetas. Infraestructura alrededor del barrio. Ajá. No hay banquetas en, uh, en calles principales en el distrito 4 y, y ves a I mí mean, un ciudad tan moderno uh, como Austin, uh, gente caminando en la tierra, en el zacate, ahí al lado de un, uh, 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 una calle principal, una calle bien grande. Uh, 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 también uh, parques, hay falta de, de, de parques públicos donde familias, niños pueden ir a, a divertirse, a, 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 a disfrutar, eh, 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 hacer ejercicio, estar afuera. Uh, uh, y y de, pues transportación, uh, también hay una uh, línea de, 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 del metro, uh, al fin sí vamos a hacer un metro aquí en, en, uh, en Austin, Uh, y eso va a correr ahí al, al centro de, del distrito 4 uh, y, y eso también es prioridad. Hay que construirlo lo, lo, lo más pronto que podemos uh, y nomás manejar el proyecto para que será uh, éxito aquí para la ciudad. Um, muchos inmigrantes, el, el distrito tiene bastantes inmigrantes, es, 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 uh, la mayoría de, de las personas creo que el 60% son uh, latinos. Um, y hay un uso del, 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 de los uh, autobuses uh, uh, locales que es muy alto en, uh, en, en partes de, del distrito. So, yo creo que es el metro sí va a ayudar bastante a, a, a la gente, uh, a los trabajadores, uh, tanto gente que vive en, en el distrito 4. Sí, tocaste muy buenas necesidades que yo como... El constituyente también aquí del Distrito 4 los veo al diario. Uh, muy, muy bien. Y bueno, si eres elegido en, en el año que viene, estarás sirviendo por el resto del mandato del concejal de Casar, como aproximadamente un año. ¿Cuál sería tu mayor prioridad o las prioridades en ese lapso? Sí. Uh, construcción de, uh, de, de, de casas, de apartamentos uh, en... Uh, haciendo el metro, uh, metros alrededor del mundo uh, eh, tienen uh, éxito, uh, sirven cuando hay uh, apartamentos y, y población uh, alrededor de la línea, alrededor de las uh, estaciones. Uh, so, ahorita yo sé que la, la ciudad uh, ha, ha estado... Uh, ha empezado a comprar propiedades uh, eh, y cómo preparar para la línea. Y yo quiero ver que no nomás que la línea siga adelante, uh, de la línea del metro, pero también que uh, ponemos apartamentos, uh, casas, uh, habitaciones en general. Uh, hay para que los que, que, que viven ahí puedan usar la línea sin uh, problema. A I mí mean, you know, uh, eh, será fácil, así no, no, no se meten el, a, al carro, será más barato porque no van a necesitar carro, o, ojalá. Uh, hay que cambiar la, la, la ciudad, especialmente esa parte alrededor del metro, algo uh, que, uh, uh, que sirve al público. Sí, claro, te, lo entiendo. Uh, y sí, porque hay, hay muchas 
como necesitamos más equidad, más infraestructura que beneficia a la gente que está a trabajo hoy. Muy buenos puntos. Yeah, así es, y, y ahorita también con el... Uh, uh, pues es, es bueno para el medio ambiente uh, uh, minimizar el uso del, del, del auto, uh, uh, pero también pues ahorita con gasolina también está alta, estacionamiento uh, en el centro está altísimo. Uh -huh. uh, es muy difícil y es un costo grande para, uh, para uh, you know, gente... Uh, humilde y you no know, eh, están pagando mucho para transportación. Ojalá podemos como cambiar uh, uh, ese tema y, y, y podemos uh, 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 pues usar el metro para transportación y, y ayudar al medio ambiente y a, 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 la, a la bolsa, a las, a las cuentas de, 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 de la gente también. Sí, has hablado de muchos buenos temas que es transportación, en la infraestructura, la equidad en, en personas aquí en los recientes del distrito 4. Um, Estas son las, todas las preguntas que tenemos para el día de hoy. Uh, te, queremos dar muchas gracias de nuevo por tu tiempo, por acompañarnos aquí y hablar sobre ti y tu campaña. Um, ya sé que estás ahorita en el proceso, entonces te mandamos mucha, mucha suerte en tu campaña. Y para el público, las elecciones especiales del distrito 4 serán el 25 de enero, los residentes del distrito tendrán hasta el 27 de diciembre para registrarse para votar y la votación anticipada se realizará del 10 al 21 de enero. Uh, de nuevo, muchas gracias, Chito. Muchas gracias, Wendy. Mucho gusto. Igualmente.